Hi everyone, welcome back to Deep Dive's podcast with William Meyer and Sophie Jubilier. Today we have a very special episode because we are joined with my brother, Justin Meyer. Hey guys, uh, my name is Justin Meyer. I am 22 years old. I graduated from the Haverford School uh, for high school in 2018 and I'm currently a senior at the University of Richmond, majoring in international business with a minor in French. Okay. Yep, we will be talking about his whole college and slight bit of high school experience because, I mean, he graduates in a year, kind of, kind of, no, not so even a year, year, in like three months, so yeah. kind of crazy. Come on, William, gotta get on top of it. Yeah, guys, I'm only a sophomore in high school. I know, that's kind of <laughs> weird. Yeah, I'm not ready for a new job in, after senior year. Anyways, um, so, your major, um, how did you find your major? You know, it could probably be a pretty complicated process. Yeah, so I initially went to a French school, immersion school when I was younger from pre-K till fourth grade. I've, I've always loved the French culture and just having the global experience, which my mom always wanted um, us to have as kids. Um, she's from New York and wanted us to go to the UN school, but since we're located in Philadelphia, this was the closest thing. Um, so international business was something to just kind of think on a more global perspective in terms of the business world. And then also, like, obviously, the French minor is kind of self-explanatory with the French. It's always just been ingrained into my blood, kind of. <laughs> um, but, yeah, just something that I truly want to learn again um, and just kind of master it as best as I can. So that's why I chose the French minor. Mm. Yeah, because didn't you, like, forget quite a bit of French? Well, because you didn't really – at Haverford, where he went to high school, there was no French. He took, like, Spanish, right? They only offered Mandarin, um, Latin, and Spanish, so obviously French wasn't an option, but Spanish is the most, um, one of the highest, like, a lot of people in the world <laughs> speak it, so it's, um, yeah, it's seems like a pretty cool, simple yeah. choice. Yeah, no, for um, business, um, isn't, like, learning or knowing another language is really important in business? Or is that just me? Um, it's not necessarily important. It just depends on the country that you're dealing with. Um, if you are looking to go international, it is helpful to have the knowledge of another language, uh, just because, like, obviously not everywhere in the world speaks English. Not everyone speaks very well enough to communicate. So, you, obviously, the U.S. isn't the center of the world. Um, you have to adapt hmm. to right. other places. Tell that to some people. Yeah. Um, well, I was going oh. to say, but... Was there any, like, other majors you were thinking of before you, did, like, finally decided on international business? Um, just in high school, I've always been such a numbers guy, um, so business was kind of always the thing that I kind of had in mind. Um, and just, like, Richmond's business school is very well-known and very, like, highly reciprocated. Um, and, yeah, it's just really good school, so that's always been on my mind when I first went to Richmond. Yeah. So, our next question is, um, how was your experience applying with college? I know you were a student athlete, so it's obviously different than the normal application, but if you want to explain a little bit of that. Yeah, I was very lucky. I only had to apply to one school and get a certain GPA gr uh, score, um, and I know obviously like a lot of uh, a lot of other students have to apply to multiple schools over and over again, but, but a lot of my process in choosing a school was just with the coaches itself and kind of 
talking to them based on how I perform. Certain coaches are going to reach out to you and like they'll come out and see you. Um, well, they'll come out and see you play. If they like you, they'll make an offer to you on like a scholarship. Um, so it was very different and it was very like not as much in the classroom um, in terms of like, my college selection. Um, but at the end of the day, I got offered from the University of Richmond and I went on a tour there once and loved it. So nice. Yeah. Were you like really stressed whenever you had like any new scouts were there? Would you be like, oh, they're watching me? Honestly, no, because I, I don't even know exactly when I decided I wanted to play college baseball. It was kind of just, baseball was always just kind of a thing, and then I played well, I played well enough to get a scholarship, I guess, but um, I never really thought of that as the priority. I always just kind of had, went out there and had fun with it, um, and offers and talking to coaches just came along with it, so it just kind of just happened. Yeah. Um, didn't you get, um, what is it, like, recruited sophomore year? Does that mean that, like, you're automatically, like, means that you're going to play there? Or can you, like, yeah, so drop out of that? Yeah, so, obviously, like, um, for baseball signing day, when you officially sign your contract with your scholarship and your agreement to go to the school is until senior year. Oh. Um, and I committed July after sophomore year of high school, and people commit as early as eighth grade, freshman year. Um but it's all a verbal agreement um and the integrity of that agreement is pretty it's held to a very high standard so there's no real backing out of it unless i mean you can back out of it but like it schools and coaches won't pull it away from you unless you kind of really fall off a cliff in terms of your performance would like kind of mess something up would like could you get your it like rescinded if like we're doing like really bad in school too uh, yeah, I mean, you have to, in order to get in a lot, especially to the more academic schools, because there's obviously some college baseball schools that aren't as academic. Is Richmond know? more academic? Yeah, I would say so. Um, it's definitely up there, because you got some other schools where you like kind of just need to like, write your name on the SAT <laughs> and <laughs> kind of get like a minimum GPA. Um, Are all D1, because Richmond's a D1 school, right? Yeah. Are all D1 schools like new academic, do you think? Or is it just like... Um, definitely not, because um, even at Richmond, they obviously you have a bunch of people in the class commit, but what they do on an academic basis in terms of getting you in, um, some they have more leverage to help you out than others. So like if you have, say, like a lower SAT score, ACT score, or a GPA, they can kind of use their pull a little bit on certain players and recruits coming in. Yeah. So those specific players don't have to get as better, as good of grades and or scores on standardized tests, whereas the other ones have to get a little better. Yeah, I saw the um Netflix documentary like twice with the admission scandal. The not thing to do with you, but the um yeah. the at Stanford when they like had like sailors and they they would pretend that they were sailor or like a coxswain and like crew and stuff, and they would use the leverage that students athletes get mm-hmm. on these students. I just like I just saw that. That's like really interesting because being like a recruited athlete is definitely a huge factor yeah. in like college and all that. Yeah, the Stanford thing's obviously like a big scam, so it's like I think it happens at certain schools, but obviously not as not very prominent. Not. Yeah, do you think it still goes on? Just like a side thing. Um, I would say uh, like huge schools, they probably not not to the extent of 
the Stanford scandal where people fake fake their like everything profile or whatever to get in. Um, I think it's more along the lines of coaches maybe like giving things they aren't necessarily allowed to mm-hmm. to the players as kind of like an incentive to come. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, besides that, I don't think anything really to the level of the Stanford. Yeah. Thing. Um. Next question. What is one thing you would recommend your doing your freshman year of college? Branch out as much as you can. Um, and as uncomfortable as it could be, um, it's school can be as little or as big as you want it to be. Um, and the biggest thing is kind of just making as many friends as you can freshman year. For me, I was lucky enough to have a team coming in, so I already had 35 other guys um, as my group. Um, but school can feel very lonely at times, and as long as you have your friends with you, it can be a lot better. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, with that, like, was there anything, like, else you did in, like, college besides, like, did you do any other clubs outside of college or baseball? Um, is there anything that was, like, recommended that helped you, like, meet other people, too? Uh, yeah, again, that's, like, me having such a different experience, mm-hmm. um, I just was basically, I came into the school with a group already. So for me, it was kind of easy. And um, I, and you maintain those relationships throughout the four years. So I personally didn't have to do as much branching out. Um, but it's always good to have just like a friendly face. Cause I like some people joke around saying that I'm the mayor of Richmond based on like everyone, <laughs> all the people that I know. But um, it's always good to just kind of be friendly to everyone. And, um, no matter like if it's just like uh walking past them and say hi every now and then um it's always good to just be as connected as you can be yeah and like with that also with like some of the classes you were taking so like what was your experience with like first time being in a college class versus maybe like a shift yeah so Haverford was an all guys school yeah i remember the first day i walked into class i was like oh my god there's girls in this class what's (laughs) going on um I mean, it's pretty good. I mean, just class is class. What I, one thing about Richmond that I really loved is that it felt like a bigger hat for blue with girls. Not that like it was like really, <laughs> not that it was like a big factor, but like because obviously like there aren't any. I don't even know if there are any all boys colleges mm. or universities. It might be if it's like very small yeah. and private. Yeah, but a big a big thing that was attractive for me was the smaller class size. Uh, just being able to talk to the professors if you needed, um, and just getting to know people on a much, um, more much more personal level. Because I feel like if I went to like Penn State, for example, and I was in like a lecture hall of like three hundred people, I would not show up. To be honest, and <laughs> watch I, the lecture and if, after. Yeah, and if I showed up, I my attention span would be terrible. So. Yeah, I think I would also like going to like a place with smaller classes. Um. Ah, next question. Um, this is kind of different for you, as you already said. You kind of touched this earlier, but, like, how did you make friends coming to new, the new school? Or new school? I mean, there was the baseball, but maybe did you, like, meet anyone in your classes, per se? Or did maybe, didn't you have some classes with your baseball friends? Yeah, I had a lot of classes with my baseball friends. been kind of scheduled together because we have to, especially in the spring, come the season, you have to schedule your classes in the morning. Um, and obviously, like, as you're starting out for like pre-business majors, like before you declare, you have to take the, the required classes throughout there. So you're all taking the same classes anyway. 
Mm-hmm. And since you have to take it in the morning, you have to take it with the other baseball guys who are on the same track. Um, but you meet people in classrooms as well, um, especially in groups. And again, that's also the smaller college and getting to know people more. Um, a lot of the people that I have met have been through class or like through friends of the people in class. Um, yeah, you get to know everyone pretty quickly. I mean, How big is Richmond? Like a, your class? Um, undergrad, I think it's around like 3,800. Hmm, that's like pretty decent. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so the next question is like a little different. It's like, what were your biggest worries in college and how did you deal with them? My biggest worries? Dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing about this one for a bit. Um, I don't know. So, a little insight to the for the listeners out there. I stopped playing baseball after my sophomore year with COVID because they um, kind of just went, took out a bunch of people um, with COVID and the extra year of eligibility. They brought in a bunch of recruits um, and transfers who were grad students. Um, so I had the opportunity to potentially play elsewhere in college, but I decided to just think big picture and stay at the University of Richmond and finish out my degree there. Um, my life changed so much after that year because baseball has been a, such a big part of my life. Um, and I kind of wondered how I was going to be with that change. Um, and a lot of it too was, uh, my roommates, they're all baseball guys. Um, and, and as, um, as like they would have practices every single day, um, lifts in the morning, I would just be like there. I didn't have to do any of that. That wasn't required for me anymore. So it was definitely a big change of schedule um, and just kind of wasn't exactly sure how I would adapt. And like, so for me personally, like um, I know for me, opening day for college baseball is always kind of a tough spot because it's some, like, I, there are obviously parts that I miss and that I don't miss, but at the end of the day, like it's something that I love for so, some, such like a bit long period of my life. Um, so there are definitely days where I miss it a lot more than others. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, overall, it's just been kind of finding yourself outside of what has been your whole life. Yeah, and like, did that give you like a chance to more focus on like what you wanted to do like outside of baseball? Like, mm-hmm. did you focus more than on like business and like yeah, figuring so out the rest of it? Yeah, so I actually had the opportunity to start working for a storing and moving company f- that was starting out at Wake Forest, and then they... <clears throat> they brought they contacted me to um, bring their services to the University of Richmond um, so I had the opportunity to do that and it was very like helpful beneficial in order to kind of just like get the gauge of how it is to kind of manage things and because me and my uh, this one kid um, from the UK we started it last year but we're doing it again this year with my with a friend of mine um, but we are just basically managing everything and organizing um, everything with the with the um, ins and outs of the organization and just kind of working with that. So, um. all right, this is a good question. Number question number eight: How would you compare college to high school with like climate, social life, freedoms, classes, all that stuff? Yeah. So obviously, very different. Being going from a single sex school to a co-ed. Um, dress code we had to show up in a jacket and tie and khakis every single day whereas 
uh, in college, you know, I can obviously wear whatever. Um, but at Haverford, uh, my all boys high school, um, you were the all boys environment really allowed you to kind of like not care in a good way and you can just kind of do whatever you wanted and spoke like speak your mind freely without like worrying about like judgment or like oh my god like what's this girl gonna think i think i'm like really attracted to her i don't want to embarrass myself in front of her like you don't factor that into your daily life and you kind of just go about your day how you would be yourself um so that has been that was really beneficial to me i I, that's one thing that i definitely loved about the all boys um and just also how small it felt Mm. And then for college, it's uh, like I was, again, lucky enough to have a group going in. And with the group came friends from different athletic teams um, and just kind of other, not other friends from non, like other other friends from people who aren't on like sports teams as well. Because, um, especially in Richmond, it's such a small campus and people kind of know people's faces even though if you don't know them. Um, So in terms of the social life, it was definitely an easy transition going in um, just because you had your group of people. Um, Plus plus freedoms. And then freedoms was another big thing because now you're not living under your parents roof it has its pros and cons um (laughs) responsibility but uh there's definitely a lot more freedom because you don't have to basically ask to do anything or tell anyone where you're going and yeah it's definitely nice because you can just kind of just like be a free bird from the from mama's nest (laughs) yeah Um, yeah that that it's a lot more freedom and you and it's just like just the right amount of responsibility, but not too much quite yet. Um, and then classes was again just all boys to co-ed, mm-hmm. and the class sizes are honestly relatively similar, so there wasn't that big of a difference in terms of classes. Yeah. Um, um going back to like the freedoms part, like especially coming from like living under your parents' roof to like living on your own, especially going into your freshman year, that's probably like definitely one of the really scary things. But like, di- how did you like? Did especially like even like making food for yourself or finding out where you're gonna eat or where you're gonna live like in your freshman year like did you find that like a really big challenge or less? Yeah, so <clears throat> I I was like I knew where I was going to college since summer after sophomore year, so I had a lot of excitement kind of going to <laughs> it because it's always just been like very built up and I was just waiting for that moment to kind of move on. Not that being home or high school was a bad thing i loved both but high school or college was just very like much a new thing and i Mm -hmm. loved it um so much and then in terms of like food um our dining hall is fantastic at richmond um so we we would always (laughs) we would always go there um and then there's also a bunch of places on campus that you can go to as well and then we had cars so if we wanted to go off campus we can go there um then also they offer these things called dining dollars it's basically like money that's on your account um you pay it up front and then you have a certain amount of dime dollars throughout the semester and you can use that on places on campus so you can just decide to not eat at the dining hall you, you can go to the other options on campus um i was gonna say with classes like 
was it different having classes not like one class and first period then second period and third period yeah i can't imagine going to school from 8 30 to, to 3 o'clock anymore um you only have like two classes a day and they're only an hour 15 but they're oddly very draining because i feel like it's just so much information in a, a not that long of a period of time yeah um, i mean especially with for my first two years with baseball it was just it's it was always just very regiment re- very regimented in terms of your schedule um but classes itself like it's since you're not in class for that many hours it kind of just makes you you could either be very on top of your work or very not on top and that kind of comes with you being responsible and kind of having good time management so that's definitely a very important thing because you can if you, if you have class at 12 o'clock and one thirty, for example like you could either like get your work done right after and just kind of be productive or you could also like very well just wait till after dinner and then if you're not if you don't have class early in the morning you're waiting till 12 like you could also like wake up and then like there's days where you just don't want to wake up and you kind of like wake up later and just kind of roll out of bed and go to class so it's just all a lot of time management in college whereas high school you're done at three ish and then you come back home have your sports or activities and then do some homework and some dinner go to bed <laughs> and repeat um okay the next question like now that you're a college ske- senior um are you like nervous for life after graduation or has that been like a thought in your mind or have you started like obviously planning for what you want to do with the rest of your life because it's a yeah. big decision <laughs> it's definitely very big it's um, it's definitely one of the things that I'm a lot more nervous for because in middle school I knew that I was going to go to Haverford. Um, I, I started looking at Haverford in seventh grade, so that like, for like that half a year in middle school and eighth grade, I knew that Haverford was my next step. College, I knew that I was going there, where I was going my sophomore year of high school. Um, so again, I knew what the next step was, but this is the first time that I've it hasn't been set really. Um, and it was definitely something that I was very nervous about for a while. Um, thankfully, I've been, I have a few opportunities lined up right now. Um, so it's kind of not as stressful, but it still is kind of a big thing because mm-hmm. it's such a big world out there. Um, and um, yeah, it's just not very set in stone. It can, life can go whatever way it does. Um, yeah. So, and, like, I was thinking, like, in high school, like, your grades are really important for, like, like your future in, like, terms of colleges. But how important are grades in college to, like, your jobs? Yeah, it, it depends like, on what you're going for. Like, if you want to go to grad school, it's definitely more important. Um, and that's also the kind of, like, right out of, right after senior year graduation in college. It's definitely very important. But, I'm, I th- like, I think, um, I don't think it's as important if you, like, go and work for a while and like say like a few years later want to come back for your MBA or whatever grad school you want to go whatever grad school program you want to do it's not as important but I think it still factors in but for the most part like your GPA honestly doesn't matter that much but obviously you want to do as best as you can put your best foot forward um, but it's not your GPA doesn't affect the rest of your life yeah that's good um my last the final question actually and my favorite question if you could tell your high school self anything like advice or just like i don't know anything what would you say 
uh, uh, pretty intense. Yeah. You can um, take your time. I guess just enjoy it. And honestly, like, I know it's very cliche, um, but it moves very fast. And I remember freshman year moving like it was last week. And all of a sudden, I'm a senior in college. So I'm going to graduate in two and a half months. It's kind of ridiculous. But, um, yeah, just take it day by day and enjoy it and make the most of it. Because it flies by and it's going to be gone before you know it. And they say college is the best four years of your life. COVID obviously was a little <laughs> bit different of an experience for us. But yeah. still, we had a lot of fun with it. Um, but, yeah, just take it day by day and appreciate what you got. When do you graduate? Like May eighth on Mother's Day. That's a nice Mother's Day gift. Yeah. Well, actually, is it? I guess it is. It's not about the graduates. It's all about the moms. Yeah. Do it all the moms come to the graduates. It's the best mm-hmm. day ever. Yep. That's it's like a joint Mother's Day for the University of that, Richmond. That's that's really soon. That's like in a month and a half. William, relax. It's not that soon yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited for your graduation. Yeah, it'll be fun. Yeah, I'll be like, what, Justin? Okay. Anywho, I hope you guys all enjoyed. <laughs> okay. Thank you all so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed. Make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchored, or any other listening platform you may use. And follow us on Instagram at Deep Dives Podcast. Once again, thank you to Justin for being on this episode. And we'll see you guys all next time. Bye. Bye.